you're listening to A Little Too Quiet, it is the Ferndale Library podcast, brought to you by the Friends of the Ferndale Library. Joining me on the podcast today is KK, who is the writer of a book called Bully Friends, came out in the summer of last year. This is a book written by a woman who dealt with bullying and something called bully friendships, where it is really a scenario where you you might think that this person is your friend, very much so in adolescence, uh, through t- our teenage years, uh, and you start to realize that maybe this relationship is something a bit more closer to what you would qualify as a toxic relationship. But KK was dealing with this. Her book, Bully Friends, teaches everyone, uh, particularly teens who are maybe in the uh, higher grade levels of high school, and it could even teach the bullies, if they read it, about how dangerous these sorts of relationships really are. This book covers everything from defining what a bully friend is to how to heal from a bully friend relationship, and we're talking about that today because October is Bullying Awareness Month, and this is a book that we circulate, but it's out there in stores, and we're going to have links to it uh, in the show notes, of course. And along the way, KK shares personal stories of her heartbreaking experiences with bully friends, but she also shares how she went on to find herself and form healthy relationships now and just become a whole person. She's gone on to be the founder and CEO of her own LLC, KK's World. You can go to the website, kksway.com, and that includes her fashion brand, KK's Fashion. Other notable bullet points here, she graduated from Michigan State University with a BA in political science, pre-law, and specialization in environmental studies. And she went on to get a JD degree from Vermont Law in 2016. And now she's written this book. So she's gone on to establish a career. She's worked in the fashion industry, now writing books. And she's here to tell her story on this podcast as well. So parents, if you're listening, teens, if you're listening, we have this book in the library. You can go onto our online catalog and order a copy. It could be really helpful for anyone who reads it. So here's our chat with KK, the author of Bully Friends. Joining me now on the podcast is KK, the author of Bully Friends. Welcome to the show. Hi, thank you so much. I appreciate you having me. Yeah, we appreciate this book and we we keep it in our in our young adult section because we definitely want teens to be able to read this book. Can you talk to us about, I guess, why you felt it was so important to write this book? Because I, I have to imagine that it that it wasn't an easy book to write because you're really bringing up a lot of a lot of uh, difficult memories from your past, um, past trauma, and all of that. But you saw it through to the end. So just talk about why it was important to get it out there and get it done. Talk us talk about bully friends. Well, I thought it was important to write Bully Friends because the whole topic of bullying is so important to me. It's always been very important to me. Um, I dealt with bullying from some of my peers and some of my friends in middle school and high school. Mm-hmm. And I knew the effect that it had on me. And even beyond me, I would just hear stories such as Phoebe Prince. That story really hit me. It happened when I was in high school. And I would just hear so many stories like that continuing of teens taking their own lives. And so it was just so important to talk about bullying. And I knew that whenever I had some sort of platform in the future, I would definitely shine a light on that issue and and do my part in bringing awareness to that and kind of shifting to bully friends. I noticed that nobody talked about bullying and friendships, but 
I was hearing some cases that I mentioned in the book um, make national and even international news about people being treated really poorly by their friends. And I thought, wow, like someone needs to do this. And that's that's what led me to 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 write the book. And I'd wanted to write the book for several years, but 2020 actually gave me the the, the time to really be able to sit down and write the book. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you mentioned Phoebe Prince. If listeners aren't familiar, it, it, it's the story connected to the book, 13 Reasons Why and, and all of that. And I wanted to go back to your book, though, because you introduced me to this concept uh, and your book introduced me to this concept of bully friends. And maybe you could talk about that more because we all un- we all have a conception of of bullies. And, and you know, usually the it's like uh, maybe it's a bigger, stronger kid picking on a on a smaller kid or it's mm-hmm. a it's a popular kid who's picking on uh, a, an unpopular kid but there is this scenario where you think this person is your friend mm-hmm. and that that feels like it's even more heartbreaking can you talk about that yeah so getting bullied by a friend is definitely more heartbreaking because it makes you feel like should i even have friends um it's, it's so much of you know your trust being kind of just ripped into pieces and i think it can really leave an impression on a teenager or you know a middle school age child and i think that it can be very sinister to be bullied by a friend because sometimes you don't even realize that you are being bullied you might think you know this is my friend so they're probably just joking it's probably no big deal so I remember I was looking up a study and it was talking about how that can be a really hard bullying to really treat, to really address. And kids don't really report that bullying because it's coming from their friend. It's terrible. It's terrible. And I have to say that you are, uh, you're brave and you're brave to be so vulnerable on the page here. You do share some stories and they are really heartbreaking mm-hmm. stories. Uh, and it, and it, but there, but we, but we know you have this happy ending. We know you get through the end of it. And we know that you go on to foster really healthier relationships in your later mm-hmm. years, especially through college. But uh, talk about something else that's involved in this book is that you have talk about talk about making the decision to, to open it up and allow a teen reader to write things in here, almost use it as a workbook, almost use it as a, a way to maybe analyze themselves. Right. Talk about that. Well, I think that's a really great question, a really great point you raised, because there was a point in time, I would say beginning of college and definitely obviously in high school, but beginning of college where I was really embarrassed about my my journey and very embarrassed about my bullying story and just very embarrassed about what I had been through. But as I started to heal, I became very much you know, proud of my story and proud of my journey and and wasn't resentful of things that happened to me. And so I was able to just open up and share. And it started with me opening up and sharing on social media about different things. And I'm not saying that I am a big celebrity or, or anything like that. That's not what I'm saying. But as I got more of a platform throughout the years, I was called to do interviews and things like that. And I was able to share things. And so sharing things in the book wasn't really hard for me because I had already made peace with my journey and my story. And I was already at a certain level where I have a platform. I've been doing interviews. Mm-hmm. I, you know, I remember I did one really deep interview talking about bullying and the effect it had had on me. And it just, 
you know, I, I did that interview after releasing my book, but it just became more normal to just share and talk about things. Oh, yeah. Well, celebrity or not, it's so valuable for whatever platform it could be for for your voice to go out there and for anyone who is there to receive it. And they get to hear you say, you know, yes, it was painful, but it did not break me. You know what I mean? And that's exactly. that could be so valuable for them to hear. Um, and I, and, and you know, it goes back to this idea of being a, a bit almost unsure of like, well, I thought this person was my friend. Maybe they aren't. And it's almost like the the space that you provide for the for a teen reader to write would allow them to work it out for themselves. And maybe maybe they do get to it's not a fun discovery, but maybe they get to discover that, oh, this this friend is not what I thought based on based on what I filled out here. Yeah, no, definitely. I really want people to understand that healthy relationships are so important. And I remember as I was publishing the book, working through it, my one of my editors had suggested that we make it really, really interactive mm -hmm. and do a checklist. And then another editor suggested putting questions at the end. And I thought, wow, this this is amazing to, to put in. And I purposely wanted the book to be very short. You know, the book is a super short, quick read. And I know there are a lot of books out there that are obviously a lot longer, but I purposefully wanted it to be very compact, very quick to the point, very easy to read so that there would be no excuse why a child or, you know, a teenager wouldn't be able to, to pick up the book and read. Sure. The, but there are elements where you have anecdotes from your past and that feels like it has a bit of an element of, you know, a biographical element, almost a memoir mm -hmm. element. But the entire time you are writing as though you're addressing the reader. And I think that that's also especially powerful. Um, you know, when you, you, yeah, absolutely. When, so when, so when you were writing, was, was that very much a part of your creative process? You were just thinking about youth that would be reading this someday. Um, you're very, very trained on that, on your, you know, on your audience. Absolutely. And thank you so much for saying that. I, the, the target audience for this book would be older high school students mm -hmm. um, and, and high school students in general, but particularly like older high school students. And so I wanted to talk directly to them as somebody who is, you know, at the time I was 28 years old, 27 years old. Um, now I'm 29, but you know, I'm not a teenager anymore, but I'm not so far away from being a teenager. So I still, I know I'm very much aware of the, of the youth culture and things like that. And I wanted it, I wanted to relate to them and really speak to them. And I drew my inspiration from a book. I believe you might carry it in your library, in the library. It's called the survival guide to bullying by Asia may rock. I believe so. Yes. And I have like a couple copies of that book. I love that book. And her audience is younger for her book. Her audience is probably middle school, older elementary school students, but I love how she talks directly to them. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And that book really inspired me to also like really write bully friends. You know, I definitely experienced a lot of different inspirations to write that book. So, yeah. Tell me about finally what that did for you to finally establish those healthy relationships. Do you, do you think there are ways in which, the friendships you forged later in college and beyond uh, strengthened you, informed you, inspired you even because you've gone on to work in fashion, law, journalism. You've, you know, you've gotten to these heights. It's pretty awesome. And I just wondered if finding <laughs> finding those good friends was uh, part of that, you know, it really was part of it. It 
was just a part of my journey to wholeness. So when I graduated high school, um, I was on a journey to wholeness. I didn't know what it was. I didn't know how it looked like, but I wanted to be whole. And there were so many things. I didn't write down a physical list, but I made a mental list. There were so many things I told myself, you know, I'm not going to tolerate anymore. And, and one of them was having bad friends. I told myself one bad friend was one too many. And it was honestly very uncomfortable for me to have healthy friendships and people that really loved me unconditionally because I just wasn't used to just having that in so many different places with my friendships. I mean, I, I did have, don't, you know, I'm not going to say that I didn't have cool friends in high school. I, there are definitely several people that, you know, were cool and everything. And, and I talk about in the book that in high school, I had drastically less mm-hmm. bully friends, especially towards the end of high school. I had drastically less bully friends than I did in middle school where all my friends were bully friends. But you know, it was just very different when I graduated high school. I felt like I could really open up and just really be myself. And that just contributed to my confidence. And they also helped me work through past trauma. So having healthy relationships is, was really a part of my healing. And I definitely don't want people to be scared. That's why I ended with a chapter towards the end of the book. There's a chapter about good friends because I want people to know that good friends are very important. You shouldn't just be scared and freaked out like, oh, I don't want to bully friends. So I'm not talking to anybody anymore. Okay. <laughs> um, good friends are, are can really help you through, yeah. through things. So yeah, and another element is that we, we, I like that phrase wholeness, but on a very much a kind of a simpler level, it's about self-esteem to an extent, right? Um, and I guess thinking that you, that you, just being able to say to yourself, I deserve to have good friends, you know, not mm-hmm, you know, exactly. I just, I just worry that, you know, the bully friendships can just make you just feel small and really, really damage your self-esteem. So that's so yeah. true. Um, and I think that you hit a really important point. Like you have to realize at a certain point that you deserve to have great relationships and yeah. friendships. You're worthy of good friends. Yeah. And then um, just talk a little bit about, I think, Tell folks about where they can find out a little bit more that you've got a website, you're on Instagram. Can you, maybe folks even want to reach out to you. Is that the thing? Tell, tell us about that side. So I would say that to get a lot of information, to get all information about KK and the book, um, I would honestly start with going to kksway.com. That's K-A-Y-K-A-Y-S-W-A-Y.com, kksway.com. And on that website, you'll, you know, you'll see my bio, you'll see where you can purchase the book. I'm really really proud and thankful. And I can't believe I'm saying this, but Bully Friends is now sold in several different retailers, um, several different libraries in the Metro Detroit area and in in Grand Rapids. Um, Isn't that kind so of exciting definitely... to think about the teens who are finding that book? Isn't that yeah, kind of exciting? It's super exciting. And I think it was super cool. Like it's, it's sold on walmart.com now and Powell's and all these really cool places that I could have never imagined to have my book. And it's super, super exciting. I'm just, I'm very, very thankful for that. And so you're able to find information about the retailers on the website. And then you can also get access to my Instagram page and you're able to um, get contact information for me. Um, please feel free to reach out to me. Um, I'm very responsive. So <laughs> I know. Um, if you want, want to talk to me for whatever reason, um, please feel free to re- reach out. Don't be a stranger. <laughs> 
And no, um, no better time to read the book. October is Bullying Awareness Month. And absolutely, you know, this is this starts a whole new conversation again. It's not it's not as though there's those scenarios of a bully going going down to a, a weaker person or they're not on the social click. This we're talking about mm-hmm. you think you're on the same level and the same friendship and the same bond. Mm-hmm. And, and those those experiences exist. And I bet that can be really to say the least, frustrating for teens out there. So to have this book is such a great resource. Very true. And, you know, I think, you know, it's it's always great to have that discussion, in, especially October, super important month for anti-bullying. Absolutely. KK, thanks so much for joining us on this podcast and thanks for writing this book. You're very welcome. Thank you so much for having me. And that was our chat with KK, who is the author of Bully Friends. We'll have a link to her website and more information in our show notes. And we thank you so much for tuning in during Bullying Awareness Month in the month of October. This is an important book to read. Really hopeful that a lot of high school students can find it and hope, hoping it can help them. I think it really can. So thank you for tuning in to the podcast. As always, we appreciate you listening to A Little Too Quiet. It is the Ferndale Library Podcast brought to you by the Friends of the Ferndale Library. The music that you hear at the beginning and end of these episodes is by a local musician known as Sunset. If you want to support this podcast, you could go to ferndalefriends.org, or you could leave a comment on iTunes, or give us a rating. Or if you enjoyed this episode, just share it to social media and let a friend know about it. We'll be back next week with more. Thanks for listening. <laughs>